podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the World Cup Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the World Cup. I'm Mark Smith. These are your World Cup headlines for Friday the 9th of December. There's only one more sleep to go until England play France in the quarter-final. And England midfielder Calvin Phillips says manager Gareth Southgate is not given enough credit for the job he's done. He said, I think people underestimate how good a manager Gareth Southgate is. I've been with England for three years and he's been amazing. Phillips also confirmed his teammate Declan Rice is fit again after missing training earlier this week through illness. He said, I believe Deck is fit. He's back in training today and he felt fine. But if it all goes wrong and Deck won't be fit, then I'd do my best to complete the 90 minutes. There are concerns that if Declan Rice is missing, Southgate may revert to a back five for the game tomorrow. Luis Enrique has left his role as Spain boss after they were knocked out of the World Cup by Morocco earlier this week. Enrique took charge in 2018 and guided Spain to the Euro 2020 semi-finals where they lost to eventual winners Italy. The Portuguese Football Federation has denied that Cristiano Ronaldo threatened to leave the World Cup entirely. Portuguese publication Record claims Ronaldo made the threat after being told he wouldn't start their knockout game against Switzerland. To add insult to injury in that game, his replacement Goncalo Ramos scored a hat-trick. The 2026 World Cup is set to last five weeks instead of four to accommodate an expanded tournament. It looks likely that FIFA will now scrap their change in format, which was set to see 16 groups of three and revert to 12 groups of four. But this will mean the tournament will take longer with 108 games compared to 64 played in Qatar. There has been growing concern about three team groups because the last match day would not involve one of the teams, raising the risk of the other two contriving a result to suit them both. And a huge weekend of football kicks off today with Brazil playing Croatia at three and then one of the most intriguing matchups in all of football at seven as Argentina take on the Netherlands. And then tomorrow we've got Morocco, Portugal at three o'clock followed by the big one that we're all excited slash nervous, mainly nervous for England, France at seven. Those are your headlines. Okay, let's start with Calvin Phillips. There's one day to go until England, France. Calvin Phillips coming out with all the right noises. A good positive PR push just before we play the biggest game for a while. And he says how people underestimate Gareth Southgate. And I think he's right. I think he's proven again this tournament, Southgate, that he's very, very capable at this level. It might not be fashionable. You know, it might not be always the most exciting, despite the sheer number of goals we've scored in this tournament. But he knows what he's doing. You know, I was critical of him before the World Cup. I thought Harry Maguire shouldn't be in the squad at all. I'll hold my hands up and I'll say that. Not because I don't rate Harry Maguire. Particularly for England, he's excellent. But he hadn't been playing football at all. But Southgate... Partly because of a lack of other options, but partly because he trusts his guys. Picked him, Maguire's been outstanding, England have been broadly outstanding as well. And it's shown that in a World Cup like this, where shocks happen all the time, we've managed to navigate a pretty tricky group of four teams that are all in the FIFA Top 20 World Rankings. Now, whether you think the rankings mean anything or not, I don't know. But it certainly means that they're no mugs. So we've got through a pretty tricky group with no surprises, no shocks. That's the mark of a good manager who knows what he's doing, who belongs on this stage. Whatever happens tomorrow, Southgate's done a good job. I don't think we can complain. I really don't. I think he's done really well. And, and you know, France are an excellent side. And actually, this is how good Southgate's done. I wouldn't be shocked at all if we went through. I think we can beat France. Doesn't mean we will, but it's not beyond the realms of possibility that we can beat France and beat them well. Oh, God, I'm nervous. Luis Enrique's left his role as Spain boss. Um, I'm not too surprising, I don't think. Uh, that is a bit of a shock. I thought Morocco would do well against them, but I don't think the Spanish public were very happy with that, so he's gone. 
Not much more to say about it. Uh, the next story is about Cristiano Ronaldo threatening to leave the World Cup. I'm not even going to touch it. There's no point. We've done too much Ronaldo this whole World Cup, and I'm not, uh, you know, unless something else big happens, I'm not going to go into more Ronaldo. He's a child. He's a giant child who can't handle getting old. And that's it. And then finally, then, we'll just touch upon this news about the 2026 World Cup. So originally, they were going to talk about doing 16 groups of three teams in each, and then two of those three teams from each group going through to the next round. First of all, there's a problem with collusion, as I mentioned in the headline, where there could be a situation where in that final game where one of the teams isn't playing, the other two could work out a result that suits them both and ruins it for the team not playing. So that's an issue. We've seen it in the past. That is an issue. You know, there's a reason why all the teams kick off at the same time in the final round of games in a group of four is to try and eradicate that sort of thing. So that that's definitely an issue. I think also FIFA have seen just how brilliant the group stages were, or the, at least the final round of group stages were, in this World Cup, and realised we're going to lose out on all that drama. Some of the best stuff in sport. So this is something I'd welcome. It, yes, it'd be a much longer tournament. Yes, you know, clubs will hate it, because players will be ar- away for five, six weeks. Uh, but it's the World Cup. It happens every four years. So that's fine. I think that's fine. It's a lot more games, though. 108 games will be played compared to 64. That's a lot of football. I'm not complaining. It's just, you know, that's a lot. All right. Well, big games today. Brazil-Croatia at three, and then Argentina playing the Netherlands at seven. Here is Finley Kribolda with a preview from a Dutch perspective of the Argentina game. Finley is a sports writer specialising in Dutch football and F1. Weirdly, given the relative strength of the two opponents, it feels like in the Netherlands there's a lot more confidence going into this match with Argentina than there was going into the match with the USA. Um, That's not just because the Dutch beat USA. I mean, that was a team they were very much expected to beat, but it's more the the manner of the victory, you know. Um, it was really a match won by Louis van Gaal. He got his tactics spot on, um, exploited USA's weaknesses, didn't allow them to play to their strengths, and it resulted in a pretty comfortable victory. So I think it was a, a reminder to uh, Netherlands fans and to the Dutch people that they do still have, you know, one of the best tacticians in the world. And I'd say the best manager left at this World Cup. Um, So that's restored a lot of confidence, uh, as has the fact that Argentina haven't been great so far in this World Cup, you know, against Australia. Again, it wasn't a particularly impressive performance. Obviously, you can never be too confident when the opposition has the greatest player of all time in their team. Um, A bit of messy magic could change everything. But there's definitely in the Netherlands a real belief now that they can beat Argentina and make it to the semi-finals. Um, and that is largely because of Louis van Gaal. That was Finley Cribalda. That's it for us today. We'll be back on Monday, hopefully, to talk about a victorious England side. Uh, but either way, we'll be here talking about something. All right, see you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.